Welcome to the Solution to Real Estate podcast where myself, Phil Sexton, and my co-host, Jeff Seabach, come together. We are in a live Zoom room studio audience environment. We talk about things that put consumers first. We talk about things that affect this real estate industry that we are in, that we love. We run a team out of the uh, greater Phoenix area. We've got 75 team members. Last year, we did $276 million of production. And so we try to bring a doers doing flavor to well, we, the we, podcast we feel world. that the industry well maybe this is me i don't want to say you but since you're with me i would say it's us that the industry is um all of the conversations about how to help people get from one to ten transactions right like most of the coaching out there if you listen to it and you're like wow why you know like like you know yeah I mean, even the brokerages that are set up where they only want their agents, like the perfect agent at most brokerages is the one that works with their friend once a year, Four three clients, times a year. Five clients, yeah. Yes. And um, because to work with lots of clients, you have to actually be good at the job and being good at the job is sometimes why hard. we're here is to help them get good at the job. Okay, yes. good. All right. So that's the question. So today's topic is an interesting one that Jeff, when I told you what today's topic was, you were like, didn't we talk about that a couple of weeks ago? And I said, no, 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 we answered the question a couple of weeks ago. But what I'd like to talk about today is how our audience, what are what I want to ask them what they do. And I had to set it up a little bit differently to where you're like, oh, let's start with that then. Okay. So what's the topic again, Adam? How do you drive buyers to your listings? Yes. How do you drive buyers to your listings? And the caveat that I want to put up there, the little asterisk is let's just pretend that tomorrow the MLS is gone. Okay, there's a twist. There's a twi I see people applauding. Look, we have some people. <laughs> we have some people that sunk in their chair and some people okay. that stood how, up in their chair. How about yesterday? Showing time is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, big news yesterday. Oh, Zillow bought Showing Time, yes. but only for five hundred million. Yes. And yeah. did uh, did Eric Mar or David Marsh? Did you get a check? No, no, no I did not get a check. I didn't get a check either. Well, Jeff is in Memphis. Did they get checks? Maybe they got checks in Memphis. No, unmute. Push the space bar to unmute. Hold it, I mean. You got to hold the space bar to unmute. All right, we're going to get back to him. He's talking. I can see him talking, but you're still muted. Hold the space bar down. No? Okay, well... I see the passion in your eyes. Here it is. I was pressing the space bar and that didn't work. So I was holding oh, it. Adam. Yeah. So okay. it's a Mississippi thing. I'm actually in just south of Tennessee. Oh. Um, but no, but they, but it was comforting to know that they said it was still going to continue for all of the customers, even though, even though it's not on Zillow, at least for now. <laughs> for now. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the question is, what are they going to do with the data? Because Errol Samuelson said in the quote I read on Inman that they did it because they have buyers. They have buyers, I thought, that they let us use their buyers that we, they created off of our listings that they uh, needed to get into houses that were being restricted. This and I'm like, well, wait a minute, hold on a second. Because Phil said to me, isn't that the agent's job? <laughs> well, that's okay. But, uh, okay. but, but I digress. Okay. <laughs> but we digress. 
So today it's about let's just let's just let's just go into this fantasy world of we actually have to work hard to drive people through our listings. Right. The brokers, the way that the brokers have set up the system with the MLS and with syndication, and let's even call it IDX, allows you to put a listing in the system and then it gets spread to 50,000 people. And now you've got 50,000 other, I'm sorry, to 50,000 websites. And now you have 50,000 other realtors that potentially are going to be answering questions about the property that you just put into MLS, that your seller hired you to put into MLS. So let's say that the rules change because as we're watching, the lawsuits come down against NAR as we're watching this industry be in this transition mode right now. Let's just push fast forward and assume that we as listing agents have to work harder to drive traffic through our listings. I put the question out to you, studio audience. How do we do that? What are ways that we drive that you drive traffic through your listings? Social media. All right, okay. Carlos, let's talk would, more about that. Yeah, that's a big word. I like that. Um, what we ended up doing is we're using KB Core right now, or you know, our one of my agents, he got a listing. We used KB Core, we launched it. Define right? launching, and he did he did the advertising through social media, and we actually got a pretty good turnout for an open house compared to what we would normally get. Okay, you just threw another out another item out there though, which was open house. So it wasn't, it wasn't social media all on its own. It was social media to drive traffic to an open house. Correct. Okay. So KV Core boost. Yes. Okay. So it's KV Core boost, which then sends it to what social media? Facebook. Okay. So the, okay. So the boost, is it just Facebook or is it Instagram? Only Facebook. Okay. And then is it, did you put a targeted group or did you buy, how much did you boost it for? Like how much of the money went out to buying ads? Like 35 bucks. Oh, that's a dangerous low number. Okay. Uh, here, here, yeah. I mean, generally it's because he did it and we, we don't, I guess because we, we rely a lot on Zillow. So I, I'm a Zillow Premier agent, but nonetheless, he did it on his own. He just boosted it for one day for 35 bucks. We had a pretty good turnout for that. And you think that all the traffic came off that boost? What's we pretty sold good? it that day. I What's, represented the buyer. Was it in MLS? It was an MLS for, um, uh, as a coming soon. And, okay. but we, on the KV Core open house app, 90% of the people said that uh, they found it on Facebook and the other was oh. just driving by. Oh, okay. So signs and a Facebook ad. So when you do KV Core Boost, David, you mentioned Boost. Is that because you use that as well? It, how do you target? What options does it give you to target? So you can't. KV no geographic Core, targeting? Yeah, no. Facebook KV is not Core allowing you to. It wherever they feel like it's uh worthy i guess i mean the last wow. month that we did this i went into my open house or into my listing remember i said i'm gonna list it tomorrow give me something to say besides what i always said and i boosted it i spent 200 bucks to boost it for a month i got 5613 impressions 119 clicks one share and 22 leads well, and now it, the definition of the word lead for me 
It sticks in my craw. So does that, that mean the name in the email or does it include a cell phone number? Whatever they capture off of Facebook. So it's mostly. how. And then how many of those 22 leads did you actually, were you able to communicate with? Zero. I mean, I've, I've reached out to them by text on Facebook Messenger, but no replies back. Okay. And, then, and they get dropped into your KV core. And my KV core is dripping on them, but I'm not seeing any action from any of them. So I was uh, very disappointed in this boost. So 5,016 5, impressions, 119 likes, you said? Clicks? 119 clicks, 22 leads. Um, did you also have an open house that you were public that you were promoting, or was it just the listing itself? Just the listing. And okay. I got four or five offers the first day that it hit the market. It just closed yesterday for 600,000. And Honestly, the four or five offers when it hit the market, meaning you put it in an MLS and you immediately got offers. Exactly. Nice. That's the beautiful thing about MLS, Jeff. And I it's sold fun. the house. I sold. The I house. know. It's, I know. That's what I'm saying is that's the, that is how do we recreate that outside of the MLS? Showcase IDX. Okay, that's another tool. Okay, Showcase IDX. I don't have that one. What is that? Because IDX, MLS powers IDX, correct? Correct. So if MLS is gone, is Showcase IDX still around? EXP just acquired Showcase IDX about six months ago. Can I manually with... add a listing there, or does it have to be sent, sent through, the, through the MLS? I don't use it yet, so I'm waiting for it to roll out. Okay. All right. Um, Jeff Jones, how many, I don't know why the space bar doesn't work, man. Sorry. Oh, you figured it out. You helped him. Okay. How many houses have you listed, sir? Uh, total in two years, uh, nine houses. Nine. Okay, great. Do you do anything not outside? Great. Not, not great. I know nine houses in your first two years. Ain't bad. Right, Carlos? I've only done one. Two, two years full-time. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you put the house in MLS and hope it sells? No, I put the house in MLS. I also do um, uh, flyers in a box on the sign. Okay, flyers. Uh, I do. Um, I really don't buy any Facebook ads because I haven't found that to be helpful or boost anything there. Yeah, I will I will put it in some Facebook groups and I try to use my KV core link that I create so it draws back to get me lead, you know uh, uh, information on somebody who's interested hopefully an email address and a phone number along with their name so I get that stuff back um, and do uh, uh, a video walkthrough, a video about the house. Uh, I've added in the 360, depending on the listing and how much time I have, prep time to get it ready. Uh, and then offer the seller uh, items that they can also share to network on social media. Oh, that's a new one. Seller marketing. I like that. Like graphics that they get to post on their Facebook feed. Yeah, share it, get them to share it, get them to put stuff out there as well. Okay. Because nice. they don't talk about real estate all the time, so, so their people might care. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, I think, I think the graphic our, would be... In our MLS, uh, in the, in, and I'm in two different MLSs, and so it's two different sets of rules. 
uh, uh, Tennessee is a little more open to the coming soon type signs that can go out as long as it's automatically going to go live and nobody does any marketing or sharing until it does go live. But we know that sign is going to generate some interest. Uh, Mississippi has a more limited approach to what coming soon does. So it, I, I try to leverage that as much as I can. So. Okay. Awesome. You want to dive into any of those Seabach? I, I know was, you want to go back to boost. Well, I wanted to hear, cause he, I'm still, was there any other marketing Carlos that you did with the, the open? I mean, it just seemed to get a lot of results. No, we, we sold it that day. The buyer came in. I know. It, how many what, signs do you put? How many signs did you put It was just in coming soon in MLS. Yeah, it was in coming soon for like two days. But on MLS, on our MLS, it doesn't go to any of the websites. Nothing. It's only available on the MLS for itself. Wow, so we didn't get very much traction on coming soon. It did was, you also put it coming soon on Zillow? No. Okay. So basically, how many signs did you put out for the open um, house? Let's see, Stephen put out one, two, like five. And the house was like right at the entrance of that, of that subdivision. And it was right off of a highway. So like he put a sign and I don't I don't Yeah, he was it was a busy yeah. when you get a busy yeah. intersection, you know you hit an artery. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they call it an artery. That's when so, you put out 30 signs. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like it was it was quick. Like we it was like the third person to come in. They were like, I need to be represented by a agent i was there you double-sided so it yeah well i didn't uh steven listed it and i i took you know i took the buyer awesome and she said she found it on facebook yeah she saw that she saw it because here here in the state of i don't know how fa how facebook is the way that it is is depending on the city where you're boosting it it does a 15 mile radius so she ended up catching it because she lived in an apartment complex right by there 15 mile radius around the city that the listing is in. Yes, that's what I was going to tell you as well. You know, because I learned that those Facebook booths seem to work by price range. What was the price of the house? 289.9. Yeah, exactly. Here, but here, see, here in our market, the hottest, the hottest price range is 160 to 190. Always. The cheaper is always hotter. There's more buyers. So if you look at the stats in MLS, in our stats, 34.8% sold at or above list price in the fourth quarter at 200 to 250, which is the, where it had the most, the lowest, because the, the challenge is, is when you go too low, there's no, nothing for sale. So then there's nothing, no stats, but yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yes. All right. Who's up next? I see you, Eric. Step one, figure out the mute button. Step two. <laughs> okay. All right, let's hear it. How many houses have you listed? Uh, I just wrote down the names of, I've only had five listings total. Congratulations. Awesome. Yep. Good, good. And then no how are word. you driving traffic to those listings? outside of the MLS? I was, I mean, this is back in 2018 and 19, but I was doing, uh, I was doing open houses on my own listings. I prefer doing open houses on other people's listings because I can do more stuff because the owners seem to 
feel like, well, if you have your 43-inch flat-screen TV out there and you're doing all this stuff, it feels like I had someone complain that, oh, it looks like you're setting up a trade show. <laughs> no, like, I, I want to know more about the 43-inch flat-screen. <laughs> I have the 43-inch flat-screen. So Where did you can, learn that? Uh, from Joe Curbelo. Okay. Baltimore. So I have a 43-inch flat-screen TV and then I ha on a table, and then I have a home smart tablecloth, and I have two chairs in front of that. So if we get someone that is really interested and they sit in those chairs, then that's a pretty good hot prospect, or it's more serious prospect anyway. And then I have 60-something signs. I have 30, like 35, I think 30 step stake signs, because the step stakes are a lot easier to put in. You just got to have a half inch drill that I bought. Um, it's about a foot long drill. I haven't hit any water lines or electrical lines yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when the when the A frame, like <laughs> but with the A frame size, <laughs> I mean, I always make sure that I look perpendicular and make sure that I'm not in the same path. That I know I won't be in the same path. But as long as I can get the stove stakes in the ground, then you can put those in a lot faster than carrying two 10-pound um, pavers. Because it takes 20 pounds of those pavers to get those A-frames up. So no matter how much wind comes to an A-frame sign, you know, the corrugated plastic sign, those things come down in 10 pounds. 10 pounds isn't enough to keep those up. I'm sure you guys... So what kind of engineering did you do before you got into real estate? <laughs> yeah i know i'm an analytical person uh, uh, really 35 signs <laughs> all right 35 of the steps is that a five i actually only do about 25 signs 25 to 30 signs total when i was oh open. okay slacker so i don't use <laughs> i don't use all the signs that i have but now, I didn't, okay, I didn't understand the difference between if it was your listing or somebody else's listing. Well, you just have to, when I like doing, I like doing open houses more in someone else's listing because I can showcase more homes. But when you're doing a listing and when, when you're doing an open house, it's, it's, clear, oh, it's clear on, he's not on, representing, his, on, it's on. clear he's not representing the seller when it's someone else. Hey Siri, text. Jenny, don't let Eric Merritt sit our listings open. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, we're I, don't, I don't mind doing open houses on my own. I like that too. Because, But right now, it's almost impossible. I don't know if it's impossible, but it's very, very hard to do open houses on other people's listings right now because the inventory goes out so fast. Agreed. Yes. But open houses still... One of the key ways that you generate traffic to your listings outside of the MLS is open house. What time do you set out the signs and what time is the open house? Uh, uh, open houses I like to do from like 12 to 4 or 1 to 5. And I set the, uh, we get there two hours. It takes two hours to set it up. So it takes an hour to do the signs and it takes about 45 minutes to set up the house yourself. If you have two people, then it takes about a half an hour to set up the house yourself. I mean, with what, two people. But I mean, you only put out the sign, you only put out the signs an hour before the open house? Yeah. No, two hours total. 
So one hour is for the signs and one and 45 minutes is for setting up the candles and the uh, the big signs are, I don't know what the signs are. It has, they're about six feet tall. I have two of those. I don't know what they're called. I can't remember. The they flag, the, the, the flag that goes like this? <laughs> no, no, they roll up. You put them inside the house and they have. Um, I gotcha. Well, we're buying. Yes, I know what you're talking about. They roll yeah. up, they, you, they extend up and they've got- Oh, like a tra the trade show thing. The trade show yeah, signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I have two of those. Yep, nice. So I, I, I set up the open house pretty well for that. So the most I've ever had is 14 people come in an open house. Twice. That's the most? Had, that's the most. Wow, okay. 14? I've never had- What was the price range of the house? Sorry to ask. The what? What was the price range of the house for the 14 buyers? Um, it was 259, but this was in 2019. Yeah. And uh, I'm Avondale. just in general. Yeah. It's and, and actually uh, Curtis Johnson does an open house. Very similar to that. Do you put stuff on the walls in the open house? Do you put flex MLS printouts? No, not on the walls. I have brochure holders too. And then I have my home buyer's guides there. I even had someone that was rep with another agent. Well, they weren't with another agent at the open house, but they had another agent, they said. And they liked and the I, I appreciate I appreciate the intel on that, but I don't think that the stuff inside of the open house is what drives traffic. So I'm no. trying to stick to just what drives traffic to the open house more than what you do once you're at the open house. He said 25 to 30 signs. All right, 25 so, to 30 okay. signs. My and some is, of them are. So but, what kind of electronic marketing do you do for the. Oh, because it seems uh, that most of this stuff is street level advertising. Yeah. No one's talked about the online vertical use other than Facebook. I've done. Let's Facebook go to Margaret Thomas. It never worked for me. What does it? I've okay. done Facebook ads with open houses and rarely does it really work. I mean, maybe if you did it a week in advance, but people don't think that far. If you do it two days before the open house, I think that's a better use of your money. I am. There's a big one that we used to hear a lot about that we haven't heard yet, but let's keep, let's ask. Thank you, Eric, for your participation. I want to know next up, Margaret Thomas, are you in the house? We get usually count to five on the unmute button, right? Five, four, three, two, one. Six, Help her out, Adam. Seven. Yeah. Right. Margaret, can you hear us? Is she there... can't unmute herself. She can't answer. Like, come on. That's Bill. like the are you yeah. sleeping? Yeah, you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. I'm Margaret, not sleeping. Uh, you All know right. what? There's one way to get it. Hey, hey! Right. we should have counted to 10. Well, <laughs> thanks for participating. We want to know how you market your listings. If there was if MLS was gone, what other things do you do to market your listings to get buyers to come to your house so that you can sell it? I haven't done an open house in a long time. Most of them, I listed one and sold it the same day last Saturday. And uh, most it. of them go pretty fast. We have very little inventory. You're in Arizona? Yes. I heard we had low inventory. Very. More, more brokerage offices than houses yeah, for yeah, sale. Yeah. What about, um, 
So Margaret, what do you do to drive traffic to your listings if MLS went away? I don't know. MLS is not going to go away, is it? No, I don't know. I'm just well, there, there's several lawsuits out there uh, for <laughs> for counting about the current structure that's going to change. And I believe that, you know, there's people believing that, oh. you know, maybe maybe the topic of the conversation should have been is, is the MLS going to go away? No. Oh. Um, is marketing the agent's duty? Is marketing the property the agent? The, do you hire agents to market your property? Or do you just go with a four dollars? I'll put your home in the MLS. Ask Margaret. <laughs> well, I I have done other things in the past, like okay. Just tell us what are those things? Putting yeah, things when on, that, she putting doesn't have to market now because the MLS sells her house. Well, hold on, Margaret. Let me. I'm going to take a quick. Let's take a quick commercial break because I know we're about to get into the juicy ones. All right, hold on. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back. Are you an agent in the Phoenix metro area looking to join an elite team to help expand your business to the next level? Agents that apply our strategies grow their business by an average of 300% in their first year with the CBOC team. If you're interested in learning more about our leads, training, and marketing strategies, visit cboc.com careers today. That's S-I-B as in boy, B as in boy, A-C-H dot com slash careers. And now back to the solution. Thank you All for right, hanging in there with us. All right, on. Margaret. Thank yes, you. that was, thank boy, you. we're at the edge of our seats now. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. To reframe the question, if MLS went away, what would you do to market your house to find buyers for your listing? I mean, how long have you been in the business, Margaret? I don't know, 30 years. Okay, so what did you do when you had books? You remember that time? I do. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, you gotta you got to work hard because the books, you know... Sometimes I, I advertise sometimes in the newspaper, which is probably a big waste. What's the newspaper? I, Can you let our audience know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been so long since I've had to market that it's hard for me to remember. Awesome. I have to do. I okay. I've, I've advertised on Facebook. Um, I haven't found that very successful either. A um, lot of uh, people see them on, um, oh, you know, some of the other places. Yeah, the other they websites don't. that are syndicated from MLS. Oh, good. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Good. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I like that. This is the conversation is what are we doing to I'm drive traffic? There wasn't listings. more people that did flyers in the box. That was, that was. You, do you, are there any big ones that you feel were missed that you expected to hear? How about just listed postcards to the. Oh, that's what I wasn't thinking that. Just listed. I, well, um, good. Get the buzz out. Door knocking. To door knock, like circle prospecting, door knocking. Can we put that one Not together? Cir well, circle prospecting is what other people do that. Who are you going to door? You're door knocking to say, did you see my I listed when a client, house? When we sale? listed a house out in Cave Creek, we door knocked to drive more traffic, more buyers. To invite to the open house. To invite door knocking with invitations to come to the open house. Yeah. And that, yeah. And, that and, and we only got, you know, it was like 18 people to come because we did that. Yeah. Which was pretty good. 
I mean, I thought. Yes. What other ones? I dropped off a flyer, though, when we door knocked. We didn't just knock a door. We left a flyer. The invitation. And then we said, please yes. come by because I'm good looking. <laughs> Eric. They all know what that's like. <laughs> you certainly you are. You are good looking to all our podcast <laughs> listeners. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Matter of fact, the open house that I did out in Avondale, this was 2018. It was a two-story home in Starlight Trail, CW Ranch, right behind the police station. Uh-huh. And that was like 260 then. I door knocked the person that lived next door, and we had a good conversation. Uh, uh, two months later, we did like a listing consultation, not an actual appointment. And then she referred me to our parents that were in Colorado, and I helped them buy a home in January of 19 in Buckeye for 450 with six acres of land. Then four months later, I listed her house, Cynthia's house, and that's door to that open house. And then we did another two open houses <laughs> with that listing. And then uh, my girlfriend, or wife really, she got her first listing from that open house. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff from that original open house in that neighborhood. And I but, did you, but it wasn't an open house. You said you door knocked. Yes, I door knock 30, 20 to 30 homes around an open house, and I do He's leave. holding back on us. Yeah. Were you I holding did. back from us? You didn't tell us that as you, you, you door- As soon as you said door knocking, he was like, and there's how I got eight deals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. I learned that from KW. All right, KW. What else? What else? Merka, welcome to the party. I'm going to ask you the question while you get the unmute button. And she can't say a bidding platform because MLS, MLS, MLS doesn't exist. MLS doesn't exist. Yeah. Merka, how do you drive traffic to your listings if MLS goes away? Uh, in the past, also, I uh, put uh, ad on Craigslist. And, Craigslist. Uh, That's what I was thinking. And market Marketplace on Facebook. It's free. Ooh, a different way to market on Facebook. Marketplace. Okay. I like free stuff. Amen, sister. As do I. <laughs> like and... these rooms. Like this podcast. <laughs> what about I, uh, I'm still waiting the, for the big one. I, I heard no next door. No? no one no uses next door. Uh you can't advertise very much on it if it's not your neighborhood. Like oh. if the listing is not in your neighborhood, you can't advertise there. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Not only All that, right. um, like I tried next door and there was no room for me. Yeah, you have oh. to be like, uh, I think uh, a member and pay got for it. it. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one out. You ready? Mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff, where are the broker tours? <laughs> It don't last long enough for a broker tour these days. <laughs> well, you know, well, this, is, this, is, this was my joke, okay? Because Phil knows that I am completely against the broker tour. Because the whole idea is, is that it has to be on MLS for several weeks for you to get it on the tour. Because that used to be, there was always a stack up of you wanting to get your houses on tour. So that means we are only looking at the leftover inventory, not the new homes. Because in other states like Chicago, they do it when you get a new listing, you put it on the tour. Yeah. Yes. But We're now we don't. Tours. They stop doing tours because COVID. We, we don't have to do anything. No, oh. no, no. Oh, they just sell because they, they were doing the tours to, for something price, reduction. to, price reductions. Hey, Jeff, Chicago's a city. 
Chicago, what did he say? A state? No, you said title. Chicago is a city. Because other states like Chicago. Tuesday in Park Ridge, they have open houses. On Wednesday, it's this. Yeah. Like all the different sections of town, they have an area where when you get a new listing, it's on tour. But they don't like make people go to a place where you. Because they use oh, because they use attorneys and attorneys don't buy free lunch. Yeah, like, like a leopard company to pull that off locally. But what about launch parties? You asked them. Fair enough. That wasn't us. I just didn't know if they did. They don't. I mean, has anybody thrown a party at a new listing? I've been to a few. They call okay. them, here in here here in here in Corpus. They call them broker open house when it's a new listing. Broker open. Broker open. Broker open. Uh, not tour. Broker but, open. But the thing is, the broker open is communicated through what, Phil? The MLS. Uh, yeah. I'm going to challenge that. Is it not, say, Carlos? Right? No, is that how you no, know? Broker open houses are actually put through constant contact through email. the national. Nobody said email until uh, now. Email. Nobody emails their database to drive traffic to their listings until that just came up right now. How long are we into this podcast? Uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I was to me. I was surprised nobody said text. You were <laughs> blast text. No, yeah. Well, because we do a we work on building our database, and then we market to the database when we have something for them. Yeah, we do it through email and text. But you're more dig- we're more digital than most. I like the conversation though, guys. Bring us home, Seabach. Well, to me, the party we missed out. I was going to say yes. text and I was going to the email as well. I was trying to think of because we did launch I think more parties. broker opens are advertised via email. Hi, Mrs. Marsh. I see more. <laughs> you can't hide in the background on these public Zooms. Hey, nice. Hey. What's up? What's up? I think that more broker opens are advertised via email. Than in anything. I, well, uh, you know what? We used to get my in favorite person flyers. Is, is the new listing email. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you didn't have MLS, you would use that. You part. would then it would that work. would be well, no, then it would then it would be needed. Yes, <laughs> it would be needed if you would because the, the thing is is we would just have a list of all the brokerages. Right, you would have you would care more about agent email addresses if you didn't have MLS because then you become a push of it. Wow. All right. I appreciate your guys' input. This is something that we obviously have been talking a lot about internally. Like as agents, we get hired to market properties. We get hired to bring traffic through these listings. Okay. Is uh, all we're all the same if the answer is I put it in MLS and okay. Let me give one more. Sells. Let me give one more. And Eric's the, raising his hand as for well. The, for the oh, all right. Let Eric speak first. Go ahead, I'm Eric. Sure you guys have heard a company called Fast Email Flyers. Say that again. Fast uh, email flyers. I use I use uh I got that because I kept getting listings from um she's one of she's a really big broker she's a really she's one of the biggest teams she's up in Scottsdale works out of the KW uh, Scottsdale office I can't remember Kristen Cole no Beth Ryder Beth Ryder yeah okay. I used to get her listings through fast email flyers and I was like how come I'm getting these these listings. And I'm like, I never subscribed to that. So what they do is, is based on the association that you're in, they will, you pay like $35 and you can send your listing. Yeah. To fast email flyers. Service. And they'll send it to everybody in that association. Yeah. When Phoenix Association, it's like 19,000 and Southeast Valley, it's 9,000 or maybe. 10, RMLS 000. does that too for free, doesn't it? 
Well, it services the same idea. It's just a another, you know. What'd you say, David? Our MLS does that. Yeah, MLS by putting it in MLS. If you put a notification, you get all listings, new hot sheets or whatever. It's the same. Different. It's similar. Um, How about this? The way that we drive more buyers to our listings is we help the seller improve their house yeah but how so, do you advertise it let's assume that it's a pretty house I, that it's the best house ever i'm all, more... all, all uh, to me it would be an email or it would be a text or to a database or it would be on facebook but what people are missing is we're not improving what is in the photo it's why I compare I know, selling but, houses to online dating, but to me, but that's it not makes this conversation. That was the last podcast, which is why you thought that's no, why this no, is no, a copy of that. No, well, no, but it's still, if you're using social media, if the house has stainless steel appliances versus black old appliances, if it's got hardware, you get more, you get better results. Fair, but tactics, right? That's what we're after. Here's the different tactics. <laughs> that's a of tactic to me. No, because when you put the okay, so then oh, you it's put, a strategy. Yeah, you, right. you put no, you put the you put the stainless steel appliances in the kitchen, and then everybody shows up. No, how do you market? No, that? but it makes the other makes my marketing powerful, more it, effective. It puts, yeah, it's kind of like what they say: it puts a little lead in your pencil. <laughs> All <laughs> right, guys. Any other questions before we sign off? Adios, happy Thursday. Thank you. Thank you.